0: You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960. The Fan. Welcome back to the
1: program. Hour number three. The Big Show with Russick and Rose. No Russick. He'll be back in the new year. Peter Klein is here. Hello. GVP is here. Van de Plug. Hello. Shan is here. Hello. Oh my God. And that's the Cobra, Brent Cron. Hey buddy. Morning. How's your week been? It's been
2: busy. Yeah. It's been a busy one. It's been a doozy
1: actually. What is um the hustle and bustle like when you're selling solutions around this time of year? Because everyone's in a really
2: jovial F-work kind of mood. Yeah. Um it's actually quite funny. It's not, for some people it's not very funny at all actually cuz they're always waiting on you for, you know, like decisions on this and what are we doing here and then you try to get them from people, and then things change, and it's everybody's—you know—on holidays or half the office is in this week and next week, and it's—it's a, it's a scramble. Plus, you get,
1: you're getting the email bounce back. I'm out of office. Yes, go to talk to this person. Yeah, yeah. Then
2: you email them, and they're getting the bounce back. I was texting with the guy this week, and, and I needed some information from. Him. He got back to me, but he's like, "Dude, I'm in Mexico." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> cool." Yeah. you know? Uh, I'd be the same way too. I yeah. might just take my phone and throw it in the throw it in the ocean if I was there yeah, for a little bit. Probably, but uh, no traffic was pretty light coming in this morning. <laughs> it yeah. sure was. Yeah,
1: I didn't see a single car when I went to park today. And you know when there's not even our coworkers in this building yeah. coming in, that's when you know that it's a it's a quiet week. Yeah, yeah,
2: our 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 office too, not that particular office, but the building itself. There's just usually there's people kind of you could hear commotion in the building in the yeah. morning. There's none of that. None of that whatsoever. What's your play after the show? Got to run around. Might go hit up Costco for a few last minute uh, items. Are you hosting over well, the weekend? Yeah, we all. Yeah, we we, we yeah. don't go anywhere for Christmas. Yeah, you know the hustle and bustle of the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, over the years of playing in the American Hockey League, we get like three days for Christmas, like you do, I guess, in the NHL. No big deal, but you know you're catching you're, you're catching flights from. Quad City to Chicago <laughs> to Calgary to come home for for Christmas right nothing for, direct nothing hey? direct and I remember one Christmas or one Christmas uh, I was playing I think yeah I was in Quad City and a big snowstorm came in they were just canceling all these flights to go, like flying to Chicago so I took. My uh, my one of my teammates' a little Ford Ranger. Oh yeah, with no sandbags in the back, and drove Just from two seater from Moline, Illinois to Chicago in like a winter blizzard, starting <laughs> oh, at like f- like three a.m. in the morning, so I could get to Chicago on time to catch my flight to go home. And and I remember sitting there thinking to myself, this... when this is all over, when I look back in my career, if there's anything that I learned is don't go anywhere at Christmas because the airports suck, traffic is terrible. Mm-hmm. So now I think it's been almost twelve. 12 years, maybe, hmm. that I haven't played, and I don't really change out of my robe for, for Christmas. <laughs> I don't move, <laughs> you know? I just, I grumble and make noises at home and uh-huh. yeah. play board games with the family and mm. get into little, you know, uh, uh, we have Mario Kart at home. Okay. So we have monster tournaments going on. Oh, yeah. oh boy. Um, yeah. who's, who's your character? You know what? I always like Wario. Wario. You I, would, I, yeah. You, you strike
3: me as a warrior. I'm very yeah, much
2: warrior, and I'm, I like when he laughs at other people's misfortune on the track. Yeah, he just meh. goes. <laughs>
1: my other guess would have been Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. It felt like you would have been someone with a little bit of size toss yeah. around. I didn't take you much of a toad or, no, or like a
2: Yoshi get not, tossed around the track a little bit. Not my style. I, I would, I, I, I do dabble in the Waluigi. Luigi. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> his purple hat or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But right. uh, oh yeah, we get fired up for those, and then mm-hmm. uh, my wife obviously she makes a. Amazing turkey and ham and everything. It's great. Like you get just get to feast for for three or four days. She does it all. It's crazy, and we are just the the humble benefactors of all that effort. It's uh, it's it's awesome.
1: Where are you guys at on your sweets consumption right now? Because mine is through the roof. We yep. went to the better halves. Uh, we did a little bit of Christmas thing up last weekend, uh, up just outside Edmonton, and she sent us home with a Tupperware full of sweets, baked goods. She does all sorts of great baking around yep. the holidays, yep. and. You know, typically, like, I get home from work, and I have a nice healthy snack, maybe a little yogurt, some granola, an apple. Instead, I'm having, like, a chocolate bar and some wafers and maybe some coffee, and my naps are, like, three hours longer (laughs) than they typically would be, and then I get up, and I'm like... Hmm, the gym? No. no, maybe I'll just play no. video games for 2 hours and then I'll watch the Flames in the football game. And then I'll go to bed. Yeah. And that's what my week has been. Right. It's been just a mess,
2: a and dumpster. The, the corner of your mouth is just caked with chocolate <laughs> yeah. and you just don't you can't even wipe it away. Yep. But but I don't have shockingly enough this may surprise you. I don't have a sweet tooth. At all. At mm. all. I don't dive in. There's nothing that I really go to that's like I got to have my Oh Henry bar or Reese's really? pieces. Yeah, Wait. I don't uh, even cookies since the uh, since my late grandmother, Ida Clausen, uh, passed, she made the best monster cookies on the planet. Shout out to Ida. And there's, uh, there's never been, uh, has there been a monster cookie like it since. Really? Mm. And it broke my heart. Yeah. Hmm. If you had to pick sweets,
1: chocolate, or ice cream, where would you go? When you, you say sweets, would that consist of brownies? I, I think of and,
2: candy. Like, oh, candy. Like, oh, I'm not a candy guy at all. No? No. Okay. Um, what was the other one? Chocolate or ice cream? Oh. You know, I love ice cream, but it makes my, my tummy hurt. Oh. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. That's too so bad. I can't do that. I can, a little bit. Shouldn't. So, so, so I guess by default, by default. Yeah. Chocolat hmm, is, okay. my, uh, is my is uh, my wheelhouse, I guess, in this so, little contest. So do you stay away from eggnog then? Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, I'll sad. have once. Like I can have a glass of it once mm-hmm. and then I'm like, yeah, I'm good. That's yeah. all I needed. Thank you. Yeah. Slip a little rum in there, maybe a little rumped still skin. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, that's about as far as it goes. I have a couple of neighbors that I see out of my window.
1: Yeah. And they are always smoking on their deck. (laughs) And I've never seen them smile. I call them Grumple Smokeskins. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank
1: you, GVP. I needed that one. Was, uh... Do you have
3: anything to add to here? You want to get to the Flames and Ducks, PK? Uh, no, no, not much from okay. the hockey yeah. game. Big Nog I, guy? Uh, big Nog guy. Also, big candy guy. The, oh, this, yeah. th- this will not surprise anyone who's seen me for a second. Or my blood work. Um, big... <laughs> Big candy guy. Hmm. Ah, yeah. The the answer to your question for me is all of the above.
2: Pre diabetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right up. on. The old uh, Wolford Brimley, the old yeah. diabetes, diabetes. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I like the big handle of Captain Morgan's right at the start of the holiday oh, season, yeah. and yeah. then yeah, the eggnog usually has a special spot in the fridge. And we actually haven't had it as much this year. A little bit of allspice over top instead of cinnamon. Mm. Seems like a lot of work well, That's good. inside lap for you. That's not a lot of work. It's not what are not a lot talking work? about? Okay. A little bit of ice. A little bit of rum. A little nog. Little powder on top, like the
2: <laughs> the, the old shaker.
1: Yeah, just the little uh the little square ones, little yeah. dusters.
2: <laughs> yeah, not bad. <laughs> just over top. Yeah. How about those flames, eh? Wow, what a burn burner last night. Mm. Were you glued to your seat like I was?
1: Pete and I were talking about it in the day. We said if they would just want to throw up like a four spot in the first period yeah. and just laugh the way to the end, that would be great. And then they only threw up two, and you were like, I, I kind of yeah. gotta like. Off to watch this make sure that they, they close this thing out because they've had a problem with closing these things out but in the end you were like oh, the ducks were never really that dangerous
2: the honda center used to be an impenetrable fortress for the calgary flames i remember mm-hmm. those years um every time you'd go in there, was there like was just 15 of them yeah, yeah but but we were actually chatting about it the other day i was playing our ho- players playing hockey last night with a bunch of the guys and you know, when you're, like, lining up against Solani and Getzlaff and, I like, think Pronger was there and Niedermeyer and, and Perry, and, Sol- and then yeah. they, they were just saying, because a handful of guys played, too, and it's like, their best players, like Getzlaff, like Perry, could also beat you up, too. You know, it was a... Yeah. Yeah, it, it was just a,
1: miserable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? even if yeah. you start getting a, a couple of victories, they're just going to take a pound of flesh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way,
2: you're, you're losing something when you went in there. Yeah. And, I mean, I know things changed. You know, the United Center in Chicago, when they were flying, was an impossible building to win in, or staples center in la when they were humming along because they were a heavy hockey club and you knew that when the the the, the you go into the honda center it was a it was and the ice was always crap too you know it's just like a slushy and <laughs> yeah. crappy and bouncy right so yeah um but yeah no good road game right you know that Desimone simone bomb three minutes into the first <laughs> period blew the doors off of dostal oh, and then sir. that and that uh, set the tone for the game <laughs> But, uh, you know... 86 mile per hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Uh You know, it was... Well, they got the win. They, nothing looked threatening, right? Like, they got some chances. Barkstrom's in the zone right now. He had that week off, and obviously he was tremendous in his return there Monday night, and then he's uh, played again last night, where he was just... He was solid. He's not moving too much. Nothing super dangerous from Anaheim. They were trying to get, you know, pucks through traffic, and there was a bit of chaos in front. Uh, but this, this game, to me, once the... Once the Flames scored the first goal, and then you know on the they're on the uh, the power play, and Anaheim comes down, they miss the net on that kind of odd man rush they had, and it just comes ripping back around. You're like, that's a you, when you see that, and Lindholm buries it, yeah, and, like, yeah. And, and you and you miss an opportunity like that, and it goes wide and it rims around like that was basically the Flames' b- breakout into the zone, yeah, right. Yeah. There was no like perfect, thanks. Now we're only breaking out against two guys, yeah, and then you're back checking the rest of the way, and, uh, 25 shots in the second period too. Yeah, I looked at that after 40. I went, really? Yeah, I know that many. That kind of uh, blew me away because I was like, oh wow, that doesn't really seem like there was an onslaught. Oh, but how about 18 shots on six power plays? Is that crazy? What's going on? And there? they got one goal. Yeah, it's coming. You know what they're? Oh just, yeah, look It looked, uh, know, it, it looked it, good at parts. It, it, the, the the dam is starting to leak. Well, they're yeah. going to get their chances. Talk, talk about the process, boys. It's about the process. <laughs> yeah. well, the results
3: take care of themselves. We just keep doing what you're supposed to be doing, and it, it'll it'll figure itself out.
2: And then and then Huberto in the first period too. He got a, a bit of an opportunity there, like a direct line to the net. It was just a snapshot along the ice and just redirected to the corner. It's like it's just you just want to. See something. There was Get. a couple of moments for him. There was that one. There was the download jam
1: play yeah. where he knocked it out of the air and Dostal just like grabbed it. <laughs> I know. And, like... and then weren't they talking to each yeah, other? They're he like, was hey, laughing man, so like, what's up for Christmas? Huh? What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. Where are you going? You
2: sticking around in Anaheim? Yeah. What's happening? You want to come by? Wife makes a great turkey. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like Kids would love to meet you. They're yeah. big fans
1: of your time in Florida, at least. Right. Yeah. You know They love yeah. number 10. But yeah, uh, it was
2: a good road game. It's not going to be that way tomorrow night. No. Um, however, you know, I was I was actually doing a little research. Okay. Oh wow. And uh, and uh, what's that like? The, it's really hard and not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's time consuming, uh, time that I really don't have. Um, but they're not good at home. I had no idea. The Kings are thirteen one and one on the road. Mm-hmm. And home they're five six and three. So that they're ripe for the picking. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, their goaltenders <laughs> don't really scare you in LA. No, no, even though they're doing great. Yeah, like
2: Talbot's playing great. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really. I can't see him keeping that up. Mm-hmm. I can't.
1: I um. We asked who were we talking to earlier on in the week yesterday? Was it Bernstein? We were asking mm-hmm. Dennis Bernstein, who has more staying power right now, the Canucks or the Jets? When you kind of look at their divisions, because yeah. both of them are a point off leading in their division. Or Canucks or are, are leading we? now. Connection tops um, in the West? Yeah, and the Jets are Jets are right off the lead with the Avalanche and the Stars there. Maybe both. Like I've been impressed with both so far this year, which has kind of been
2: weird and wild to see. Well, and the Jets got a big game too tonight against Boston, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they're and they're like that will be a fun game to watch. That'll be exciting.
1: isn't it great to see like the Jets playing exciting hockey? Yes, Kyle yeah. Connor. Amidst all of this, they're still humming along. I actually and, quite like that team like, too. Beating
3: good teams like they beat the crap out of the Kings five to two, beat the Avalanche six to two. Yeah, uh, uh beat the Red Wings. But now, like going up against Boston, like this has to be a team that feels like they can beat anybody yeah. right now.
2: And Connor Hellebuck is having a great season too, right? Yeah, he, he's he had a bit of an off not off year, but wasn't as great last for year. his standards. Yeah, yeah, an off year. And then he's back. He's back to it again this season. And they're getting Laurent Brossois. He's coming in and. Getting some victories too, and
1: then it's Demko and De Smith doing the exact same thing right. on yeah. the other side. Yeah,
2: so. you know, and like th- that game against Dallas last night for Vancouver. Too. I mean, those guys can snap the puck around. Oh, just they're on such the an ex- yeah, they're yeah. they're such an exciting team to watch. Their transition game is great, and Demko is a phenomenal goalie. Mm-hmm. Right? um Yeah, they're dangerous and they're fun to watch. It's it's weird sometimes because you know. It's, it's just Vancouver hasn't crept up on you, but you're not really, if you're not paying attention, it's like, oh, Vancouver had such a rough year last year, and you're yeah. watching JT Miller lose his mind on everybody and snapping, and then this year it's, well, now they're doing pretty good, right? Yeah, and I think if you were
3: just following along, you knew they're playing well, but I, I think you could just kind of write it off as, oh, yeah, everyone gets hot, it's fine. And then yeah. you watch them play, it's like, oh, no, this is, this is a thing. This yeah. is different. I, like, I don't know if it's a thing thing, but it's a thing right now for sure.
1: One of the Nikita Zadorov in that interview he did, um, one of the things that he mentioned that he thinks is one of the biggest differences with this Canucks team is going from Bruce Boudreau to Rick Tockett. And Boudreau is, uh, you know, let's have some fun at the rink, let's enjoy ourselves, and Tockett is not. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he's someone that the players really enjoy playing for because I think he makes everything relatable with the experience that he's had and the experience he's had recently in the NHL that just felt like a match made in heaven, especially when you see how they play right now. And I, I don't know if there's been a quicker kind of adapting to the identity that we've seen with a coach than what we're seeing in Vancouver right now. And I don't know. I just think that's something that's notable. The way that they play is a lot like the way that a Rick Tocket is remembered for playing. I yeah. was
2: going to ask you, I'm, I don't know if you remember watching Rick Tocket play, um, but he's a blue collar, hardworking, like lunch pail. Scrap, yeah, oh Just, yeah. You know he, he uh... He, is a Philadelphia Flyer icon. <laughs> I know, like it's he's got he's played eleven 1, hundred and forty four games in the National Hockey, and he's got two thousand nine. Or sorry, let's see, yeah, two thousand nine hundred and seventy two pims. <laughs> Standard,
0: right. A- Nothing and just a couple of a
2: couple of scraps along the way. And Bruce Boudreaux, his guys love him, right? He's mm-hmm. a, he's a player's coach. Every team he's coached, or most, them they've had great seasons, right? The seasons have been fun and exciting, and you know, happy to come to the rink. And he's got a sense of humor, and he and he, and he loves his players. And he's quirky, he's quir- yeah, exactly, yeah. right. And and you he can loves just, his wrestling. And- <laughs> you know, he's he's just a good old boy, yeah. Um, and then you get to the playoffs, and the teams haven't really had a tremendous amount of success. And then you get to a guy like Rick Tockett, who's all business. I mean, the guy's got a personality, but he's Mister Accountable. You know, all business coming in. You know, you're, if you're going to be bad tonight, you're, you're giving me everything that you got, though, right? You're not going to be able to cut corners if you're a goal scorer and you're not scoring. You got to be able to do this well to play. And and I really like what he's done there. And guys seem to have really bought in too, right? Like mm-hmm. it's one thing to be that way. There's plenty of coaches out there that are hard nosed. That you know that they have a reputation around the league as being you can't get away with this and you can't get away with because they'll hold you accountable, but they still don't get through to their players. It seems as though Tockett is really getting through to his his players, right? And and you have an emotional guy like J T. Miller, who's I don't know him well enough to comment on what he's like in the dressing room, but he seems to be a bit of a you know, but can be a bit of a, distract- a salty dog. Yeah, right, yeah. and and, 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 a, and a, potentially a distraction at times. Mm-hmm. And you've heard his comments about Tockett and how much he respects him, and I think those two have a really good uh, line of communication, I think, when something's going on, because they, they, they can both take criticism, too, right? And that's a big thing, where everybody you know, loves a pat on the back, and everybody loves to be, oh, great job today, way to go, you played so hard. But when you're not going well, you can be honest with yourself, and I think yeah. that's what guys like about Tockett, too, is... Is he'll sit and talk to you, even if things aren't going well, he'll be hard on you, but you can have a you know you can communicate with him.
3: And it, it just it didn't seem like this was the group to fit that, right? Like you think yeah. we're with the Canucks like Patterson and Besser and Hughes, it's like fast paced, run and gun, flying all over the place. So you'd think Boudreaux would be the best to kind of get the most out of that. But they've really found a way to play like within the structure of Talkit's game while still having the creativity that makes them Some of the best players in the league. And it just, it has, it's been a marriage that has worked so much better than I thought. Like it's just the best of both worlds and it's really clicked there.
2: Isn't it funny, though, too, sometimes you, you automatically assume that if you're an offensive player, you need a, a coach that could just let you go run around and play your game. I mean, McDavid's on a different island when it comes to most guys, but the, the player that comes to mind for me was Goudreau playing under Daryl Sutter, mm-hmm. right, where you sit there and think, oh, you know, Goudreau's not going to be able to buy in. He's not going to do this. He had the best season, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. And And it just takes sometimes a, a different perspective where you're just used to Offense, offense, go, 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 and and you can have a, a conversation with the guy where you can learn a few things and then realize that if you come to back to your end, you're going to get the puck too. I think it was important that Gaudreau was mature in yeah. where
1: he had kind of gotten in his career because like Trevor Zegers had a really bad start to his season with a tough coach and Greg Cronin, but this is a 22-year-old guy yeah. in a very different situation sure. and handling that probably in a very different way. Um I did want to ask you because we talked about Devon Tave's comments off the air. Um, and then I just want to talk about keeping things in the dressing room because he brought up JT Miller and Rick Tockett. How many times do you think those two have gone at it behind closed doors? Like had a good old ripped the paint off the walls yelling match, match at each other? Because I would expect probably at least once just knowing how fiery both of them are. But at the same time, we've never heard about it. No, they've never hinted about it in the media. But I just wonder if you've ever been on a team who, you know, there's been players that have had it out with the coach over and over, but it's not necessarily something that the public knows, and in the end is a benefit for the club.
2: All the time. yeah. When, when, I mean, that's kind of more of an old school thing, too. Nowadays, everything yeah. is very public, and everybody's got to...
1: Like, we kind of talked about it, like, we heard a little bit that like Backlund and Sutter did it a couple times last year, but yeah. we heard it in the off season when players were talking about him becoming the coach not necessarily in season, right?
2: hundred mm. percent. I don't like it. it. I think it's poisonous, in my opinion. Having your player come out to the media and tell them what kind of a hero you are mm. and calling your teammates out. Like, leave that crap for your coach if he wants to be a bit of a jerk and kind of rustle some feathers. And if he's not getting through to guys, I'm done, you know, in a coach's mind, I'm done answering questions on why you're not playing well. He's not doing well, kind of saying that in the media and kind of focus things on him if he wants to. do that. still, it's not a not a great tactic but every time i and it's happening more and more with guys i mean zadorov did it this year too kind of calling yeah, his teammates mm-hmm. out a little a bit times. and you just, i mean as a former player i'd hear that and i would just be like well dude like w- what do you hope to gain from this cuz all it t- all it does to me is is create a distraction and, and the media is, are is going to come out and say well, you look at him he's so accountable he look you know he's holding his teammates a- a- accountable and you're sitting there well you haven't been in the dressing room this guy could be a clown you know mm-hmm. what i mean he he could be the problem but now you're shining a spotlight on yourself. And that's usually the, the way it goes. Once you start attracting all that attention, all that negative attention, like, well, hey, I called you. Your, your game has to elevate now. You've got to be very careful right. how, back uh, it up. how far you want to go with that because now your teammates are looking at you like, okay, you just called the whole group out and you've been our worst player. Like, How good was Zdorov after he called his teammates out? He had a couple rough ones. A Cu- couple rough ones, right? Yeah. And it didn't matter. It wasn't like they were egregious or like they didn't happen before. But now everybody's just noticing them. Oh, hey, you want to call me out? Look at that giveaway you gave behind the net, you bonehead, right? Yeah. Like, and so there's, I, I just, it drives me nuts when I heard the, what was his name in Colorado? The Devonte, Devonte. Like, what are you doing, mm. man? Yeah. You have McKinnon there. You have Ranton in there. You have McCarr there. Like, I, um, a guy like you isn't making that comment. Mm. If McKinnon's doing it, guys, like, holy smokes, guys, we got to get going. Wow. Like, he never does that, or he's our best player and he's had it. You, like, man, just play, stay in your lane. St- mm. Play hockey. You, you know that um, if they're saying things in the media that they've already probably said them to each other's face, you'd hope. You yeah. either had a closed door meeting or you're sitting at dinner saying, hey, we got to get going here. If they haven't had that conversation, which I. Would venture a guess to say that I'm sure guys could be frustrated at a time or two, but guys don't talk as much as they used to. They don't go out as much as they used to. They don't get to know each other as much as they used to. And I played with plenty of teammates I didn't like, but you have to have respect for them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a disrespectful move to call your team out because I think it just puts you above your team. And and for me, that just, it, it gets my blood boiling when I hear that crap because it's if you have a problem, solve it in the dressing room. Don't take it outside. And at the end of the day, if you're going to call somebody else out, you better make damn sure that your game is in order. And if you're struggling and calling people out, like, just get lost. That's, that's, yeah. that's, mm-hmm. that's poisonous and it's toxic in the room. Well,
3: and he got kind of specific. He didn't like list like that guy and that guy and that guy. But he went like, yeah, there's like six guys in here who aren't going. And so everyone the next day is like, all right, let's guess the six.
1: Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's watch the film. Let's yeah. see who doesn't know where they are right now. Right. Let's do all that type of stuff.
2: You have to trust your teammates. And when your teammates are sandbagging you in the media and it's like, oh, six guys. And then now it's now it's a now it's a hunt. Now, oh, yeah. let's just figure out who did you mean? And now every time he's gonna get questioned on, you know, what do you think of the game, they're gonna bait him and, you know, for questions like if I was the you know, avalanche media guy. I'm like, yeah, you're done talking to the media now. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: We're going to give you a breather. Yeah. yeah. Right. Kind of like Zadorov after that. You're like, hey, this isn't a
2: therapy hmm. session. Yeah. You yeah. don't get to vent to the media. He may think that, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Think away like that guy, he's mailing it in. Great. Who cares? But that's not something you talk about in the public. Because I would, if I was a, his teammate, I'd want to punch him right in the nose, you know? Yeah. You know who
1: plays a pretty predictable game? Lys Lindholm.
2: <laughs> yes, he certainly does. Be
1: a good fit there.
2: Yeah, well, now, and, and I believe they have just enough cap. Is that space. what I heard from Frank? Yeah, is it we heard in the last segment to, to take Were on? Were you listening to that too? I was. Too? Yeah. I, was. Hmm. I was. I was in the office doing some Crazy. stuff, and it was like, hmm. yeah, "Oh yeah, I believe yeah, you." Yeah, crushing. You know, catching up from what I've missed. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned uh, just being a good teammate. Uh, did you listen to the Nikita Zadorov interview from like no, last week or whatever no. it was? I, okay. I,
2: I, no, he was on a pod. Like, uh, yeah, like was putting up... chicklets. Chit- chit- <laughs> no, he was
1: on dropping the mitts with John Scott. Oh, um, how about this grenade that John Scott rolled at his feet?
2: You're, you're your your
1: sure, longest you're... contract is three years. Your first contract isn't that yeah,
2: wild? your level, yes.
1: <laughs> is there something wrong with you that I don't know about? Are you a cancer in the locker room?
2: <laughs> well, you talk to the, all the guys. Ask them. I don't know. I this is. I hope not. No, yeah, that's my whole no, team. I... <laughs> wow, just caught him completely with us—the right hook, yeah. right to the jibs. I don't know. I this is. Uh, uh, I hope not. I uh, no. hope not. No no no. no, no, no. I I have to answer no. Good on John Scott for asking that question. That's awesome. Yeah. And John Scott is like six foot eight, and he will like yeah. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I can uh, I can ask this question. If I, it's a good question. I don't know. I this is. I hope not. No. <laughs> That's that I love that question because yeah. you know what? You put your teammates on notice yeah. Yeah. and they have to answer all your crap for two weeks before you got traded or three weeks, whatever it is. That's a direct question.
1: Yeah, and he's kind of joking about it. But there's not a really tongue
2: in cheek in there. But, but it, it's like when you say, Oh, just joking, but you're actually being serious. Yeah, but when you lay out the facts like that, there's a little reason to ask. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. And
3: yeah, you start to put a couple pieces together. Like, yeah, I know you're saying this thing, yeah. but a like couple strings point this way, and that's that's not great for you.
2: I love it, and John Scott is, you know, uh, uh you over the year, you know, he's a great teammate, right? Mm. And 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 for him to, I mean, what does it cost him to call him out? Like a really, little bit, right? yeah. I mean, that was just a great question, and yeah. it put him on the spot. And it sucks to be put on the spot sometimes. Oh, does it? And uh, and I'm not sure with his teammates. Uh, know what that feels like but you, <laughs> you, you you sit there and it's like that's awesome i love it because he had to stumble over that one it's like yeah maybe i never thought of it that way hmm. Hmm. you know and- i don't know i this is i hope not no
3: <laughs> yeah like you're just kind of processing yeah. it was like i'm not a no
2: right I, no, it's, no 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 no, it's not no, me. no no and you know what is it no he, he like he may be a great teammate i don't know he yeah. may be but just he's done things that would make me think that he's probably he's got a few uh Quirks or hiccups in his uh, social game in the room for him to be able to 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 run over, to get away with with comments like that.
1: <laughs> I think it just got more awkward than anything as
2: time went on after the for request. For sure, it is.
1: Yeah. more so than like
2: angry. Yeah, because you you say them in the moment and you're like oh, and then you kind of go home and sleep at night and you wake up in the morning like oh, oh what did boy. I say? Shoot! <laughs> and then you got to come to the rink and you got to pretend to you know smile like oh I, oh we had that oh that little thing. <laughs> I was that- just joking. I don't know. I this is. I hope not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Well, you kind of have a pretty good idea if you're I a team or not. Yeah. yeah. No.
1: And then just the most least confident.
2: I hope not. No. 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 This interview is no. over. Get my <laughs> agent in here. Yeah. I'm done. I have to support him. Cut that. Get him out of here right now. Uh, um, we got tickets to give away to Aquaman too. Love it. I don't have my tickets yet. I got to run around too much today, but I will be getting them. I'll be watching it during the holidays.
1: Do you know and we've been asking, we what? asked yesterday who is on the Flames' nice list. Got a bunch of great responses. Today, who's on the Flames' naughty list? I see. I want you to be creative. You have still some time to get your answers in here. 10, 15 minutes. We're going to go through a few texts. We've had a few entries in today. Who's on the Flames' naughty list this year? Hit us Mm. up. 960-960. Also, got to let you guys know, Porsche Center Calgary has new inventory in stock. There's a great mix of all models, including Taycan, Cayenne, Macan, and even some sports cars. Porsche Centre Calgary has unprecedented offers like no luxury tax on 2023 Taycan models and 3.99% lease rates on 2023 and 2024 models. Plus, Macan S and GTS 2023 and 2024 models are available with 6.99% lease rates for up to 42 months. Offer ends December 31st. Visit PorscheCenterCalgary.com. We've been doing bonus bloopers this uh, show today. Oh, I
2: like that. Bloopers are always awesome. I love listening to bloopers.
1: Uh, we love them. We got a brand new set for you coming up at the end of the next segment. Ooh! But GVP, what do you have for this one? Uh, we're going back to the week of September 22nd for this round of bloopers. September 22nd. So the Flames would be in their preseason training camp mode we're getting late in the Stampeder season there. Uh, the baseball playoffs are on the horizon. That's kind of
3: what we did. Yeah. Uh, we did an exp- uh the Sly Stallone movie, The Expendables. I think it's called. Oh, we
1: did we did that giveaway. The so expendable- there's a little bit of okay. Sly Stallone mixed in here. Okay. So yeah, yeah. All right, give her a rip. This is the best of the worst of the big
0: show with Russick and Rose. Just going on a run, so. Oh wow. And I've been smoking a little, end
1: of it, smoking a little bit of a double sledded, so. it the devil's lettuce,
0: so I thought I'd give a different try. Okay. Guy. that's one
1: you're gonna see for a little sniff. You know, we all
0: know you're slow, you're turtle slow. Yeah, <laughs> that's the wolf. Gonna play like ten games, yo.
1: Rise and shine, <laughs> so baby. It's, it's <laughs> wake and grind. bake. No it's way. wake and bake, and then go for a little run. Uh, some <laughs> like that, you know. So let's let's keep trying to keep it <laughs> a little cleaner, Dave. But that's okay.
2: I was in the uh, in the bathroom taking a shave. <laughs> It's you like guys got to do your sly Stallone. Oh, yeah. who's so, going to have a better year or he's not? What are you going to do about it? Trade him back to Florida? <laughs> your boy
1: a is a big fan of large dudes.
2: <laughs> and Matty Rose will paint his face.
3: I got to make sure they got to pay you, bud.
1: <laughs> Scary Terry McFlur... Mc- McFlurrin. <laughs> McFlurry. <laughs> Scary Terry McFlurry. <laughs> mm, your boy's hungry right now. I love some Oreo in my McFlurrin. <laughs> do you have any deets on uh, how, the, uh, how the fitness testing went? Do you have a winner for us? Well, I know it. I know it wasn't me or Maddie Rose. (laughs) What? Wait.
2: What does that mean? Uh, Adrian, you know I love you, eh? Very much.
3: Yeah, I don't think you mean that.
1: What's your low-key favorite thing about training camp?
0: Sandwiches. Yeah, I, I really think uh, I love the flames. They're gonna do really well this year. Don't let anybody ever forget that. Right. I love you all very much. Ryan, yeah. I've been back in the
1: gym for two days. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, then you got us. Lick. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll take
0: your calls and more.
1: That's right ahead. <laughs> yes, sir. Final segment of the week. Final segment of the year for this guy. Love it.
2: Sorry. See you every- next year. Sorry, everybody else in the room. I hate that line. Yep. It's a bad one. I've got about four times this week already. Next one, getting a punch in the mouth. See,
3: I say it specifically because it's not funny, and then delivering it in an over-the-top way makes it a little bit better. But I am aware that if you say it semi-seriously, you deserve a throat punch. You do. That's Peter Klein. That's Brent Kron. Brent
1: Kron is brought to you by All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. We're live in the Doug Lacey Basement Systems downtown studio. A couple of things to do here before we get out of the way for uh, Big Show Plus. What do you guys got coming up today?
3: Uh, we're going to continue to break down that uh, Flames and Ducks game. Bottom of the hour, we're going to revisit some of our takes we had to start the season. We're almost at the halfway point of the NHL schedule here. We're going to visit you know, who's in the favorite to win the MVP,
1: Calder, uh, Calder Norris Trophy, etc. Sounds good. Yeah. Excellent. We also got Aquaman tickets to give away. Yes. Because Aquaman 2, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is out. You can go see it today. We've been giving away tickets all week long to go see it at Landmark Cinemas. Two general admission, two medium drinks, two medium popcorn. All you have to do is text in right now who is on the Flames naughty list. Yesterday we did the nice list. Today we're doing the naughty list. We're getting all your texts in. Uh, do what you will. And uh, Shan and GVP are, are going through the process of editing them. So,
2: I wonder uh, how many predictable naughty list texts are coming in.
3: Lots.
1: Yeah.
2: The I'm going to assume question. a lot. Yeah. yeah, That's where my mind goes to yeah. immediately. A lot of, a lot like, of people
3: playing the hits. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. We ask for
1: creativity, but, yeah, but
2: there's not. You don't need to be. Yeah, It's right? yeah. well, pretty
1: obvious. Yeah, I would like you to be, but <laughs> apparently, that's a lot to ask. Hey, when an ancient power is unleashed, Aquaman must forge an uneasy alliance with an unlikely ally to protect Atlantis and the world from irreversible devastation. We'll give away those tickets coming up in a little bit here.
3: Um, Macklin Celebrini unleashed his ancient power on some poor Swiss. Okay, I'm going to get to the <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to get
1: to the World Juniors in a sec. Put a pin in that. Sorry, um, I saw an awkward transition. I just jumped on. No, off. that was good. I like it, but I wanted to get to Zadorov again for just a second because we laughed about a comment he made yesterday in that uh, interview. I don't know if you heard Rasmus first to line in earlier in the week, but he said, hey, if I had torts when I was 18, I would be such a better player right now. Wow. And he's having a really good year in his first year, full year under torts. So, OK, I'll listen to that to a certain extent. Nikita Zadorov, on his interview that we played a little snippet of from the Drop of the Mits podcast with John Scott, said, I wish I had Daryl Sutter when I was 18 because I would be such a better player. And we laughed and said, "Do you think you're getting in the lineup yeah. at 18 under Daryl Sutter?
3: Come on, now." Yeah, I wish I had Daryl Sutter when I was 18 because I really like the American Hockey League and I, I think there's a lot of value in that.
2: <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you know, um, just saying. There's a yeah, you know, you got to kind of prove your worth someplace else and then come over to the team and then get yeah. kind of taught the ropes every once in a while, right? But uh, I yeah. wish I
1: had had Daryl Sutter at 18 so I could have learned from an American Hockey League coach. Yeah. Mm. Uh, You mentioned something to me in the break that we talked about earlier on the show. Andrew Mangiapane's taken some bad penalties lately, hey? He is in a bad little streak of not necessarily like bad turnovers that lead to goals and stuff like that and there's been the odd offensive play that you're like, okay, let's go. That's not bad. how to be. But these penalties lately are driving me insane.
2: Bad ones. But they're lazy. They're they're stick infractions. They're neutral zone, offensive zone penalties or just lazy back check where I'm just going to reach my arm around and Stop because that just stuff just drives your coach crazy. Uh, it can kill momentum. You can give your obviously the opposition a chance to score in the power play. Thought it did exactly that to start
1: the second period. Kadri line starts it, great shift, roll over to the Lindholm line. Manjaponte takes a penalty in the defensive zone on a, just a soft check what's to the, the kill.
2: What's the point? Yeah, what's the point? Um, it's lazy to me. It's just that's what it is. It's laziness, and, and that's never really been him before like that. this is so out of
3: all of the character we would assume that he would be you know like he's always been like the put on your work boots and and go out there and grind and now he's not and like not that that uh type of behavior is acceptable from everyone but my guy you got six this year man like i
2: i need one of those things to be different and he's a rat when he's playing good too like he's Mm -hmm. he can be a bit weasley He's annoying to play against because he's
1: falling on guys and he's bumping into them and and he kinda just like runs into them after the play. Like he just does all these annoying things that aren't necessarily penalties, but they would drive opponents nuts when he's playing one. He's like a
2: he's like a thorn in your side. There's a little bit of Brendan Gallagher to him. Yeah, he's a hangnail, right? Where he just doesn't go away. (laughs) And you just, it just, you can't get it. You got to let, anyway. He's hanging out in front of the crease, just banging home it, rebounds when he's playing well. It's pure grease. Yeah. Man's greasy. The garbage man. Yes. And when you start doing stuff like that, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. Get your legs going, right? Get your legs moving. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I see that stuff and it's just like, oh, man. We talked
1: about it. You wish you could just drop him down to play with Backlund and Coleman again? Because yeah, that's when he plays his best hockey. Agreed. But then what do you do with number 10? <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> by the way what? led the team in shots yesterday <laughs> oh that's fantastic and still had multiple shots that he gave up that he should have shot yeah and, yeah.
2: S- and he was second guessing himself again too with with the puck he'd have it he'd hold on to it too long and then try to force a pass and cut off how an turnover, and how about that turnover
1: he came in from the bottom of the circle and tried to dish it to i the know slot. and you're like yeah.
2: just <laughs> but even the shots that he's getting to like there's no hope those are going in
3: that, like, breakaway-ish shot that he had, where he had, like, the whole left side to himself, the last thing in the world he wanted to be doing there was shooting that puck. No kidding. He he was dying for Desimone to be coming back as the trailer yeah. to drop that, too. But it's like, all right. Like, it was basically a dump into the corner. Like, fine, I'll shoot, and just, off it went.
2: Along the ice, five hole. Yeah. Like, just get Can't it on that. Can't believe that didn't fool him. Yeah. Yeah. Post yeah, it ball. was, it's, uh... <laughs> I, 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 all I can do is chuckle at this point. Maddie, I don't really know what the solution is there. It's so frustrating because, like, obviously, I'm not breaking news here, but it should work. Hubert
3: out with Lindholm and Sharon Govich should be a-, a line that lights the lamp several times and it is just this beautiful offense to watch. But I don't trust it for a second no. if they were to do that right now.
1: No, no, no. Whenever Huberto and Lindholm play together, it's, it has not been good. It's no. been hard to watch. There's zero chemistry so I, I would not go back to that at all. Um, I wanted to ask you something about the World Juniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter Klein mentioned it, but um, perhaps the 2024 first overall pick, Macklin Celebrini, has been tossed from the Canadian World Juniors game against the Swiss. It's not really what I wanted to ask you about. Mm-hmm. What I wanted to ask you about is, could you break down the roster of the team and how good they're good? No, i just, <laughs> just kidding. Well, I got it right in front of me here. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. you asked. Um, yeah. No, uh, Samuel Honzik is a prospect for the Flames. He's off to the World Juniors. He's going to be part of their leadership group. He was with the Vancouver Giants to start the year, but he's been injured for a lot of the season. But my question is, you've played with guys who've gone off to the World Juniors and guys who knew they were going to go off to the World Juniors. What is it like when they're around for that first couple of months of the season as they're really preparing for the tournament rather than these regular season WHL games?
2: You know, I never really played with guys that got super distracted by that kind no, of stuff. Hey? no hmm. it wasn't uh it was it's an honor you just get so pumped up I have been to a few summer camps and and even just going it's awesome. You're kind of playing for it. You're not focused on it because you're you play a ton of games in, mm-hmm. in, in the whatever whatever, you know, the CHL and the whatever else it is you're doing the right. Dub, it's, the O, the Q, wherever, yeah, wherever you are. All, all all the leagues. Yeah right yeah, all those letters. You know you're not really in November, thinking, oh my goodness, you know, I can't wait for the world. I mean, I'm sure you're, you're excited for it, but it's not getting in the way of your preparation or how you mm-hmm. play the game. And then you're kind of gone. It's just weird, though, when they're gone for a month, right? And you got to play with, without them for a little bit. It's like yeah. Pavel Brendel's not there Especially today. If to score he's a eight superstar. goals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're just like, oh my man, what happened to that guy? Oh, yeah. he's not going to be back till what January? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> like, you know, it, it's it's uh, that's more the adjustment for everybody else when yeah. you're when your top dogs are gone um but for the players themselves it's you get so like just e- even the thought of playing for your country I never got the opportunity got a chance to try out didn't make it gives you goosebumps that's what uh, growing up you want to put that that uh, team Canada jersey on when you when you're growing up but whether it's world juniors or world championships or anything anytime they call you just put your hand up and say yes I'm going
1: were you any more excited to go or to watch the tournament? When you were like that age, when you loved were it. playing in the dub, oh, I yeah. loved it.
2: I I would watch all your buddies, like, yes, guys you got, would know, yes, and, from all different countries too, right? And, and Canada sit there was and, a wagon. You know what? It's it's so funny though too. Oh, yeah. It's like you're so competitive, right? And you you wanted to make the the the, the team Canada, right? And like yeah. that guy made it over me. You know, I'm better than him, and you know you want Canada to win, but you don't want like. Him to get all the glory and the yeah. success. Yeah, you don't, don't like want Rick DiPietro r- there <laughs> yeah. winning all these medals, right? right? So I,
1: guy
3: can go. Yeah. All he can do is play the puck, right? That help me win, but I hope it's eight six. Yeah, like, you yeah. know just what I
2: mean. It's like they bailed you out, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just lucky to be there. It should have been me, yeah. right? Uh, but I watched it religiously. You know, coming home for Christmas from from the Hitman, um, I I loved it. It's I family loved family split.
1: No. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yes. It's a tradition. Yes. Ross Tucker asked us on the show yesterday, what is a, a real like Canadian holiday tradition? And I was on the spot, and I didn't say can- the World Juniors, and I got reprimanded by the text line, appropriately so, because <laughs> yes. I don't know
2: if there's a better one. No, there's Start not.
1: maybe going out for a, a little skate on Christmas Day. Uh, like well, not the, this year.
2: The hmm. Boxing Day game, right? Just Especially yeah. just to kick it off. It's yeah. like it's just awesome. I mean, Canada's play Finland at 6.30 in the morning on Tuesday. We're all fired up and ready to watch the game, right? It's just, it's, it's. you're 100% right. It is tradition. Um, and then you, you know, because they're earlier games. Last year, they were, you could watch them in the evening. Yeah. yeah. And you could hop over to the pub and have a few, few pints and watch the game. And uh, now it's early in the morning, so you get a few pints at home and watch it. Yeah, I kinda like uh, some coffee. Obviously yeah.
3: the, the atmosphere in Canada and all that and like not having to wake up at three in the morning to watch the games is kind of nice. But I kinda like it when it kicks off the day. You know, yeah. unless they lose and then it ruins the rest of your day. But it was gonna ruin the rest of the next of the day anyway, so why not? Like I I, I much prefer it when it's over in Europe and the game's on at seven in the morning.
2: Hmm. Gonna be a fun tournament. Well, I'm there's just watching the game right now, and it's on the uh, international ice too. It's, it's Yeah, the big, big ice yeah. this year. Big ice, and it, it just I looks weird. It. I haven't seen, I haven't watched big ice hockey games in a long time. It looks mad. It looks, looks like there's so much room out there. Not a lot of room for contact. No, no. You bring, bring your
1: skaters. Down some. Yeah, yeah. you got to <laughs> be in good position yeah. on the big ice. You can't be. Macklin Celebrini. We'll see what happens. Probably just going to be suspended for like a pre-tournament game, if anything. Yeah. But oh no, he's not. Play kid should have done, done a better job protecting himself.
2: We can get into that, but it just it, it drives me nuts how guys nowadays. It's like they're three feet from the boards, and all of a sudden they just curl back, and then they get buried. Plus, with all this reverse hitting too, where you're waiting for it. So, what's a What's the opponent supposed to do there? Is he not supposed to touch you? Is he supposed to bury you? If he, get, if he gets hit, he looks silly. And he's like, oh, look at that reverse hit. That's awesome. And if he doesn't, then the coach is going to staple him to the bench. For sure. Yeah. So, you know, have a bit of awareness. You're, you're, you were always taught when I was eight, don't, you're going to get hit out here. So don't put yourself in a position. With your head down, three feet from the boards, yeah. kind of knowing that somebody's coming. Even
3: before we were in
2: body contact, it yes. was like, hey,
3: someday this is going to come up and it's going to hurt real bad, yeah. so don't.
2: And it, and it happens, and it's awful, too. It looks... it, it You see the guys going on the boards head first, you never, ever want to see that, but there are things you can do to prevent to prevent that from happening. Remember when they had the stop signs? There's, like, there's both, yes.
1: right? Like, there's onus on both, right? For sure Like, you've got that play... The Macklin Celebrini makes, and if you've seen it on social media, you've seen it, and, and I agree that there's a lot more the player could have done that got hit. But well, then there's Eric Gabranson, who got smoked by Nick Cousins as he's falling into the boards. I know. Yeah.
2: And I'm like, that one, I don't know what Gabranson's supposed to do there. No. No. I, I agreed a-, a million percent, and that's the thing. It's a judgment call, but you don't want to get beat. Like, yeah. You, that's the thing. You, you, if you let up and he beats you, it's like, why didn't you finish checking that guy? Yeah, okay. Well, because I'm going to put his head through the boards. That's why. Right? And so you guys prey on that too, but it's there's way to do things and the game's so fast once again too it's hard you gotta make those decisions so quick and i love it when they slow it down to the millisecond you (laughs) see here in a fraction of a second he just he could have decided to turn this way instead of that way it's you get on the ice and you try to make a play and realize how especially at that level miles an hour all the time at that level how fast that is coming at you and what you have to do to you know avoid injury make a play it's crazy. How often do you say, yeah, you don't want to be thinking?
1: No. You want to no. just be instinctual. And,
2: and sometimes you get caught where you're like, oh, no, I've screwed up. And yeah. now the puck's in my feet. I got to look down. I'm three feet from the boards. And you're like, oh, oh what's happening?
1: Yeah, just brace for impact. Right. Right. Um, this isn't going away. This is going to be something that we talk about with the NHL all season long because for the last couple of weeks, it started to pop up a little bit. And I think as we get into the new year, this is going to be something that uh, there's a lot of conversation about. I don't know what the solution is. But I think it's going to be something that continues to be in the uh, kind of uh, thoughts of everybody. That's Brent Crony joins us for All Kind Door Services Limited, your one-stop shop when it comes to fixing doors at your building, your office, or your home. Anything that swings, slides, or rolls, call All Kind Door Services for all your door repair needs. we got to give away some Aquaman tickets. Uh, we've been asking you who is on the naughty list for the Calgary Flames. Do you want to pick a winner or do you want to make PK do it? Because I made him do it yesterday. He was very uncomfortable with the process. Oh,
2: make him do it again. Okay, PK, you
1: got to do it again today. All right, Shan, what do you got?
0: Ryan in Evanston, the person who programmed my speech module because I can't pronounce Okotox. 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 (laughs) Damn it. Also Dylan (laughs) (laughs) Dube.
1: You you shouldn't save this. You shouldn't play the strong ones out of the gate, Shan. That was good. That was... Winner!
3: Who (laughs) who was that? That Ryan. Ryan in Evanston. Yep. That's
1: clever.
0: That's really good.
1: All right, another one.
0: Ella from Okotox. (laughs) Huberto is on the naughty list for obvious reasons that don't need further explanation.
1: Take that. That's the best you can
3: come up with? Boom, roasted.
1: He's bad because I don't need to tell you why. Give me my
3: tickets. Get some water for the third degree burns.
1: You'll
0: lose the prize next. (laughs) John in Evanston. Huberto is a con man. (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's what, that's it i love it that's, it's to the point guys you've gone
1: man i said we needed to be creative and we <laughs> said yes we expected you to play the hits but uh, come on better than that another one
0: sarah in royal oak naughty list god i hope mark strom is naughty those tats yum wait not that type of naughty excuse me <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I saw that text come in and then I saw the click that it had been read. I was like, oh they are actually going to do this that's <laughs> okay. fantastic
1: Markstrom and his tattoos <laughs> that' would be Sarah hell
3: yeah man rocket though hey oh yeah. confirmed yeah 100 percent think so do you not no
2: really explain yourself it's a like great hair, but whatever just, you know, just... Mm-hmm. and tattoos tattoos whatever not for you great shape no I, I'm terrified of tattoos well, getting one first of all, I hate needles, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know, I don't know, just ink. Ink doesn't do it for me.
3: Oh, huh. That's
1: right.
2: What about when Eric Gabranson was here? Yeah, I liked him. That, that guy, guy's a machine.
1: That's a hot Oh guy. yeah, yeah, right
0: yeah, there. A hot yeah, yeah, yeah. All My right. man. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow!
0: Next, <laughs> Daryl somewhere on Earth. Staderov is on the naughty list. Iron sharpens iron, and he is using a wood knife from A and W to sharpen his relationships. <laughs>
1: Nice. I like that. Yeah, that is that a good. thing,
3: wood knives from a and W? I I think they're like the like, compostable kind. So. Oh. The
1: worst kind of yeah. utensil. I, I just don't do things with straws anymore, straight up. You can't. If you're going to give me a paper straw, and I'm okay with getting rid of plastic straws, although I do find it funny that we've replaced a lot of paper cups with plastic cups,
2: but it, you know we, what? It's this, fine. Th- the, we could talk about this forever. It's so stupid is yeah. what it is. You know what? Yeah. I hate having my lips getting stuck to cardboard straws. Yeah. The whole thing is a farce.
1: Yeah. All they right. Went, they went too one. far yeah. with the slushy no, I don't think we need to, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we need to do anything else there. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. good.
2: Yeah.
0: Trevor in Sundance. Sutter is on the naughty list for taking a year away from studs like Zari and Pospisil and Pelletier with his archaic strategy with young players.
3: God, there were so many ways they could have said that. Yeah, but if, that Z- one, it's but if
1: Zadorov was 18... <laughs> just, just imagine the player he would be now.
0: <laughs> Next, Steve in Mackenzie Lake. The only guy on my Flames naughty list is the guy that screams his face off every time there's a Flames power play. I hate his guts. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> what is he talking about? Do there, you guys know what that
1: is? You know what? It's so funny. The direct Energy Power Play they do at the Dome or whatever. You know? You mean Beasley, the announcer? uh no, it's the other or, guy. He's
0: like the in-game host. Oh, right?
1: my boy Grant yeah oh i'm not little, gonna hear any grand, grand slander I, around here i but. thought
2: it was maybe somebody in the stands because i was have been at a couple games this year and there's always that one guy that just yells at the ref oh come on, come on man. Man. like no 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 it's fine come on strikes. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah then there's that that's what i was gonna think of the predators guy yeah whoa okay next one
0: wedley in bridlewood the flames naughty list the person who nicks the pizza drop at the dome I almost caught one while kind of falling into the person sitting in front of me. Happy holidays, gents.
1: Funny thing about the pizza drop, um, they do it off of the press level balconies, like the balconies that lead out to the press box. They used to do it from the inside of the Jumbotron, but there were multiple instances where the pizza got stuck on the glass and it created a slight delay in the game. So they stopped throwing it from inside the press box. Sorry, Wedley, you're not winning with that, though. No.
0: Next. Derek in Calgary. On the naughty list this year is Blake Lump of Coleman.
3: Oh, we're trying to appeal to my sense of bad puns. Yeah, tell him, the pri- tell him which one you gave a
1: prize to yesterday. We were asking him who's on the nice list, Brent, and he said... Igor Sharon
3: go ho, 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 hovich." That's a stupid. Yep. Yeah. But it sounded funny the with the <laughs> voice singing. <thingy. laughs> yeah. uh, you have any more, Shan?
1: Uh, let's go with one more here. Okay, fine.
0: Clint in Lethbridge. The flames trainer is still on the naughty list for adding laxative to Hubertow's water bottle. Okay. Yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 Ending twenty three on a high note. Yeah. Something Great.
1: stinks. Okay, that's enough.
3: Uh, PK, who's the winner? Uh, the uh, Zadorov. Iron sharpens Ironwood Really,
1: no. Daryl. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna play the text from Daryl.
0: Daryl, somewhere on Earth. Staterov is on the naughty list. Iron sharpens iron, and he is using a wood knife from A&W to sharpen his relationships.
1: I like Sarah's text. I like Ryan's text today. Yeah. But we're going with Daryl. There can only be one winner. There's some strong... Yeah, and Peter Klein has final say. Hey, it's been a lot of fun doing the week, uh, the show this week. It's been a lot of fun doing the show this this year. Uh, If you've been listening along, thank you so much. We really do appreciate everything you guys have done. I'm out for the rest of the year, Brent. Thanks so much for joining us for the season. We're having a lot of fun. Oh,
2: thanks for having me. Oh, Just st- stop it. Yeah, enough.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, enough. Enjoy your hit next year, well, or next week, while well, neither George <laughs> or I are here. Um, <laughs> hey, he, I'm here. It'll uh, be fun. Yeah, I said neither George or I are here. It'll yeah. we'll be good. Yeah, no and problem. Dumas. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the man of mystery is back. Yeah, I don't really know where he is. He's had a quite the week, apparently. We'll find out more next week. Oh. Anyways, uh, love you guys. Appreciate you. Uh, enjoy the holidays. Uh, GVP's got bloopers from the week. Enjoy it. Bye bye. This is the best of the worst of the big show with Russick and Rose. To a uh, tongue of uh, tongue of uh, <laughs> today, Junior. God <laughs> oh, damn it! Oh, damn it! God. But I'm like, that's what happened. I birthed a baby. Wah, wah, wah. And then Art names it. I'm like, damn it, that's a good name. That is good. They do hit like a brick truck. Meep, meep. Brick truck. What are you like, supposed there's to There's only that. one thing left to do. Eat the placenta of it. That's the only thing left to do. I'm, I'm going, to, going to, to, stay to stay with you forever. All yeah. Uh Wanted to ask yeah. this. Yeah. you this. Do bite the uh, stop. Don't do that voice. <laughs> and the Lions curb stomp the Broncos. Takes to three <laughs> touchdowns by Sam Laporta. Jesus, Rose. So good. Watched him bleed out in front of him. him. <laughs> Called his family on the phone and let him listen. Chopped his head off, lifted it on the doorstep of his parents. Like, whoa, dude. Whoa. (laughs) That's so fat, dude. Dude. Such a big
2: wiener here. Bro.
1: Report. Bro, I got such a big rose report, bro. Bro. Bro, the rose report's stacked. Bro. Bro, it's fire, bro.
0: Bro. Fire. So fire, bro. Bro. It's so hot. Can you hear the jets? Taking a tub.
2: (laughs) But it ain't going to be easy. You got to call in on the old blower. Oh, I
1: want that in my <laughs> mouth. And then you hold him and you're like, oh, they're so squishy. It's like a bow yeah. bun. Mm, just um, a little snack?
3: Ow. It drives me nuts. Actually, it drives me freaking nuts, Jory. Had some rum balls in here last night. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yum.
2: <laughs> yummy. Awesome. Yummy, yummy. I'm really looking forward it's to it. It's not Whoa. your turn to speak.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> and then re-signing him in the, in the summer, the old... You'll reach around. I, I don't Nice. know how often that actually yeah. happens. The what now, Is Eric? Is that what it's what, called? Yeah. <laughs> the, the what that's now? That's actually not the NHL term for it, but OK. <laughs> he's, about, he's making himself a whole lot of money. Oh,
2: God, I miss you so much. I miss your musk so much. yeah. <sighs> you know, I love ice cream, but it makes my, my tummy hurt. Oh.
0: The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose. Weekdays when you wake up.